0: of the management of KUCI or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show, go to KUCI.org.
1: Check it out, World of the Master multiple talents I provide the landscape baby. you provide the challenge I've been broken down now and, and look at the Hey there Irvine good evening you are tuning into the chat room here on KUCI 88.9 FM and Irvine here for you every Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. And uh, the chat room is all about Relationships 101. Tune into this show if you're interested in listening to how you yourself can get into a promising relationship. Or if you are one who is actually really much more happy or not being in a relationship at all. And you're just trying to advocate whatever you feel is best for other people. But um, single or not single, dating or um, not dating, this show is definitely for you. I'm your host, Lady Q. And this week we are actually going to to start off with an announcement for all UC Irvine students out there. Uh, for UC Irvine students, uh, interesting and exciting news. MTV is going to be coming to UCI um, and they are inviting all UCI students to come to a free taping of a Q&A, that's question and answer session with Dan Savage, claimed to be America's most popular sex columnist, and that he is answering all of the UCI students and your um, Questions, um, anonymous questions about sex, dating, and relationships, in which no topics are taboo. So you're welcome to check that event out on November 9th, this coming Wednesday, from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Crystal Cove Auditorium. Um, Yeah, so uh, just to quickly introduce our uh, new co-host for the show of the chat room this quarter, we have Marie Stone. Oh, Madam M. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, so this is Hello Um Madam M.
0: <laughs> it's all good. I go by every name. I yeah. go by every name. I'm like the mom of the show, I think.
1: probably <laughs> like uh it's nice to be on. All right, this thank you fun. for yeah, thank you for joining. So um Madam M will be on the show with us for the um remaining shows that we have here on the chat room. So um with MTV coming to to UCI, we have uh, our the host of Dan Savage um... coming to talk about sex and relationships so uh... some questions that might be shared are wondering how to ask somebody for what you want in bed asking about their take on the, the sexual pulse of the uci campus and um... all things sex and relationship related on uci um, at uci so uh... just to give you some information about who dan savage is in case you are not familiar um, dan savage is an author um, and pundit personality who goes uh, cross-country, um, through um, who goes across country um, on college tours, and he is um, very interested in um, sex and relationships. Uh, he is a famous sex advice columnist, um, also known as um, uh, columnist for Savage Love, and um, Dan is best known for answering any questions with uh, humor and brutal honesty in regards to sex ed. Um Basically, what he claims is there's no topic that is taboo and no question that he cannot answer. And uh, he's been driving around to other UC towns with his sidekick, Lauren Hutchinson, um, going around and um, just pretty much getting that conversation going between college students um, about sex. So if you're interested in t- um, meeting Dan Savage and checking out the event, again, it's Wednesday, November night, from 7 to 10 p.m. And with that, I will take it over to Madam M. You
0: know, I'm curious how you think this is going to do on this campus. Because, you know, my perception of UCI is that it's a little sexually conservative, right? There's, yeah. We were talking about this earlier, and there's a big, um, so there's a big Asian population here. And I, so I'm curious about kind of culturally and socially how you think Dan's show is going to do here. Because my, my gut instinct is that there's going to be a lot of reservation around people wanting to go on the air and talk to Dan about what makes them happy in bed, right?
1: (laughs) Right, right. Well, uh, yeah, that's a definitely great point, Um, Madam M. (laughs) Propose. um, I feel like, yes, what you claim to be a a possibility in regards to our campus is true. Uh, I'm a college student myself here at UCI, uh, and uh, if there's there's one um, assumption about UCI is the uh, large population of Asian students, and I feel like... Just in my opinion, um, a lot of students um, who are in UCI tend to do come from a more Asian conservative um, background. But whether or not that affects their interest in going to a forum and hearing other students' questions about sex, um, I guess they're definitely welcome to check that out. And also as this college student, um, sex humor is definitely just one of the most common humors that I feel has connected one college student to another in moments of awkwardness, which happens every single day of my life. So <laughs> <laughs> I actually feel like, yes, UCI isn't much out there in regards to this, but I feel like that's also another reason why this event can also uh, well, with its marketing publicity, of course, if enough students are interested, it can also turn out to be a very um, interesting event in regards to content and the questions that students answer. I feel like, in general, for UCI students, haven't had the chance to even talk about sex yeah. at all. If anything, you have just some random program in your housing community about how to use a condom right. called Sexy Time. Right. <laughs> or, <laughs> yes. yeah, or but to actually talk about sex and talk about problems in regards to sex and relationships, that it's never been, like, a very open forum. The fact that it's part of MTV, which I guess is one of the reasons that you're bringing up it might be kind of difficult for students, that will be, that might be very difficult. Like, um, I feel like it's hard to talk about stuff um, in camera, in front of camera in general. I mean, it's hard to come on radio and talk in general for a lot of people, too, so... That's my that's my take on it. But there are definitely some interesting personalities I met at UCI who are very out there and uh, very open.
0: I was <laughs> <So, I'm laughs> wondering if he chose it because of the OC. You know, you think about the OC oh, and you think sex and you think... It's nothing you know, like and that. And it's nothing here. like that, I know. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. Like, like if we're going to talk about conversations of sex, then yeah, it would be something... Since it's an event, it's it's it has a type of lecture, question and answer-based thing going on there. Right. But if you're going to compare the OC... Like, the show The O.C. and, like, Laguna Hills Beach, like, Laguna Beach and stuff to UCI, it's so not like that. It depends. Like, I guess if you're part of, like, the social network that does tend to do those kinds of things, and I'm not even part of it, so I'm just going to ideally say, like, yeah, that totally happens to them. But for most of the students I see, uh uh-uh, it doesn't happen. Housing communities are so separated that, Students are really just in their apartments studying, or they're on campus being super involved, and then leave after five. Right. And when, what they're involved in def- definitely doesn't have anything to do with them. Right. Like, talking about this talking kind about of sex. Stuff, right. Talking about the fun stuff, the good stuff. It's, it's <laughs> not. Yeah. It's not like that right now.
0: <laughs> Thank God, there's our show. Right. Yes. Thank God, <laughs> I <think so> too. <laughs> Thank God we've arrived. <laughs> Um, so speaking of Dan Savage, and, I, you know, we had him on the brain this week because MTV contacted us earlier in the week and asked us to give this show some press time. So he was on my on my radar, and um, I started thinking about this article that came out in the New York Times magazine in late June, early July of this year. It got a ton of press. Um, Mark Oppenheimer, who's a writer for the New York Times, did a piece called Married with Infidelities. Um, He did this right after the wake of the Anthony Weiner scandal, actually. And um, talking about Dan Savage, and and Dan has been sort of a, I don't know if a proponent is the right word, but he has um, openly spoken about... Um, relationships, marriages, um, and how they should not fail in the face of infidelity. And you know, you, you can't open a, uh, a newspaper or turn on the television without somebody having cheated on somebody <laughs> and some affair out there. You know, whether it's politicians, which it seems like it usually is, but we've got Tiger Woods, we've got yeah. we've got the whole gamut of people. Uh, caught in these scandals, and so his actually conservative approach to this is the first stop shouldn't be divorce court. We shouldn't we shouldn't run to uh, run to court when we find out that that we've been cheated on. So I was thinking that'd be kind of an interesting topic of discussion. It's a bit divisive. It's a bit edgy, and uh, that all makes for good radio. So I thought uh, we could we could talk about that. Actually, the um, the uh, article opens with kind of this, this funny thing in the wake of the Anthony scandal, which is um, Mark asking his wife of six years what she thought. If she would rather find out that he was having an affair or if she'd rather find out that he was, you know, sexting pictures of himself mm. to random women. And uh, she said, you know, I understand affairs. I know how those work. I, don't, I don't really don't understand this thing about, you know, sexting pictures of your crotch to, oh to random God. women. so she, um, You know, she, she chose affair Yeah, she chose affair. <laughs> So, um, actually, funnily enough, this is probably a topic for another day, but we were talking before the show about this, about this bartender friend mm-hmm. that I have, uh, and I thought, God, what an interesting life to be a bartender. You must have the craziest stories, right? So, I, I ask her, you know, what's what's the most surprising thing about being a bartender? Mm-hmm. And she says the number of guys who have pictures of their penis on their phone and show it to everybody and are just so excited to show it to everybody is astounding she said you know it's just uh, she gets shown like six or seven pictures of of guys crotches a night so you know that's that's worse than a tip but anyway (laughs) i digress we we can cover that on another show but
1: yeah maybe another show
0: (laughs) (laughs) so much to talk about But anyway, so in the wake of the Anthony Weiner and Arnold Schwarzenegger and John Edwards and Bill Clinton and JFK and you name it, you know, the politicians, the plumbers, the pilots, the paralegals, the parents um, back through the beginning of time, um, I think it's worth asking the question, you know, if infidelity is here to say, which it seems like it is, and um, is there a better way to approach it and to talk about it than just villainizing Hmm. the adulterer and patting the, you know, quote-unquote victim on the hand and telling her, you know, how sorry we all are for her. (laughs) And acting so shocked every time, every single time a news story comes along, it feels like we all act so surprised all over again. I can't believe, you know, this guy would have done this. Um, Mm -hmm. I I guess that's what gets to me, is the Mm -hmm. amount of shock and awe we can all muster every time this, you know, the next day, I'm like, didn't this just happen yesterday? Yeah, and, yeah, you know. that's true. Um, so anyway, Dan Savage, our man, coming, uh, coming to a campus near you, right here, uh, in less than two weeks, has something to say about this. He's, he's got a lot to say about it. So, um, as you mentioned, um, there's a little bit of biographical information that's probably relevant to this discussion about Dan. Um, so he's 46. He's gay. Um, he's active in the gay marriage advocacy community. Um, He's been writing Savage Love since 1991. and, uh, And interestingly, he lives in Seattle, which is where I come from as well. And I think, you know, there's probably some room for talking about kind of the sexual pulse of different areas of not only just the United States, but different areas within the U.S., Um, how different, you know, the Pacific Northwest is from California and the South and the Northeast. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyways, as somebody described him, which I I love this description, it's like he's a tough old grandmother, um, Randy yet stern. He's like Dr. Ruth if she were into bondage and threesomes. I love that. (laughs) Um, And he was raised Catholic. Uh, so he went through the Catholic school system. So in a lot of ways, his writing and concerns are, are pretty conservative, actually. You know, uh-huh. he's very pro-family, very anti-divorce, very into sticking it out, uh-huh. uh, very pro-kids. And um, and so his take is that, you know, good couples who are good together in all sorts of ways can still be good together, even if one of them has sex with somebody else outside the marriage. and uh, And that we shouldn't race to court when someone, you know, someone strays so um, so that's the topic what do you think Lady Q
1: uh, I don't know I come from a Catholic background myself and everything and I I would have to agree with that um, I yeah I, I don't really think that infidelity is that great of a thing like I know that it happens though like I will I will side with that like yeah it happens and there are so many different reasons for it to happen but I guess I'm kind of taking the side on like a uh, uh, what could have been prevented to prevent this from happening? you know like like why this why 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 must it resort to this? There are much other ways of dealing it with with these kinds of things, right, so to speak, uh so one would think especially if you're in love with the person, mm-hmm. um which in a lot of cases is would be ideal also um this is just for cheating on your partner in general, I guess, but I don't know what I would have to think in regards to like media. Like, I, like, I I always think it's really lame how, well, just personally, there's, like, war going on, like, all over the place, and we're so focused on, like, this one celebrity who cheats on his wife or something, which obviously doesn't really, it doesn't hurt his, um, fame as a popular figure Yeah, sometimes it helps, right? Yeah, sometimes it helps, and then you're, (laughs) and then, like, we still end up really liking that, or the public still ends up really liking that, um, that uh that person, that celebrity, and I think it's just really interesting because for a time I feel like I feel like that's just uh, the public just and the media just takes advantage of it in this time we're gonna pick on this person and then move on. And people are they, they do tend to forget. They just forget unless you're like super unless you are a person who's super critical of people like that. Which I feel most people don't really have the time to be Right. Like just focusing on one person, it's just like, oh, what what amazing or crazy news, and then you're done. You know, right. then it's off to the next.
0: Actually, yeah. raise a good point, which is um, how how different times affect. Like if if the Anthony Weiner thing happened in the '70s, not that he could have sexed his genitals in the '70s, but you know, <laughs> um, you know the 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 sexual pulse of the country was so much different in the 60s and 70s -hmm. than it is today, right? Mm -hmm. So JFK was just awesome because he was having sex with Marilyn Monroe, right? I mean, what a stud. Yeah, yeah. Versus Tiger Woods who, um, you know, God, we better institutionalize him in some sort of, you know, (laughs) (laughs) in some sort of classy rehab program because, you know, that guy's crazy. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Mm
0: -hmm. It's funny how how times change. Human nature doesn't change, right? But our response to human nature sort of seems to to pendulum switch back and forth. I think that's... I think that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, well, first of all, I should add to the disclaimer to the show. You know, as we say, the views and opinions um, don't reflect those of KUCI. I should also add, it doesn't necessarily reflect the views of the hosts either, right? I mean, we're, uh, it's just the chat room, so we're just chatting. So. <laughs> we're
1: just talking. Yeah, so we're just talking. Just, just, yeah, just it's listen a, and then carry Exactly. On. <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's, it's not as though I'm jumping on board with Dan Savage here and saying, we should all go have affairs. I think that would be fantastic. But... Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, to give it equal airtime, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, I, I do think uh, the system is, I don't know if it's a system, I think something is broken. I think mm. for this number of, of you know, it's not, it's not a surprise that, you know, 50% of the marriages are breaking down, and a big percentage of those are because people, you know, fell off the fidelity wagon. And so, I, you know, I think the topic is here to stay. And, and you know, it's, it's kind of like talking about abortion. You know, nobody wants to have an abortion. Nobody's pro-abortion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, um, you know, it's a reality that's here to stay. So I think, you know, trying to to talk about it and why it's happening and, you know, maybe different approaches of what to do about it, I think is, is a worthwhile talk because I don't think it's going anywhere. I think uh, the Anthony Wieners are... <laughs> They're around and they're procreating. I think Anthony's wife is about to give birth any time now. So um, <laughs> there's a whole new generation of mm-hmm. Anthony's coming right up through the system. So um, anyway, um, one of the things that I think is is interesting about Dan's article. There's a lot that's interesting about Dan's article, but one of the things is his um, he's got this his, this acronym called GGG. It's good giving and game. Um, so basically, if you're involved in a long-term marriage or partnership. Um, You've got to be good in bed. You've got to be giving and generous and non-selfish. And you've got to be game. You've got to be up for anything. And so his take is, and we can agree to disagree or to argue about it, um, is, you know, if you're not going to be kind of sexually everything for somebody, then you should kind of let them out to to do those things with somebody else.
1: With somebody else. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I don't think so. I wouldn't be down. No way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he had this great story. Uh, he had this great story about um, speaking on college campuses, which he always does. And after he did his presentation, this kid came up to him. Um, I think he was a college student. And he mm-hmm. was involved. He was in a relationship, or he had been in a relationship. And uh, so the thing that got him going was getting cake smashed in his face, loved getting cake smashed in his mm-hmm. face, got him totally, you know, hot and bothered. And uh, so anyway, he went up to Dan and he said, you know, I finally worked up the courage to confess this little anomaly to my girlfriend and she left me, she dumped me, she thought it was weird, she uh, she didn't know what the heck I was talking about and she and she bolted and so mm-hmm. Uh, Dan felt sorry for the guy and, and kindly, generously, good giving and game, took him back up to his hotel room and smashed cake in his face all night. And um, so his take was, you know, if, if you're not going to be up for that, you know, what's the harm in, in finding somebody who's going to smash a cake in your face if, if your girlfriend isn't going to do it. Mm. And um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I don't know. I don't know what the harm of smashing cake in somebody's face is. I mean, of all the things you could, you know, do, that doesn't seem like that offensive of one. But I suppose mm.
1: I don't know. <laughs> it's <laughs> like I, I guess I would, I would understand um, that a little bit, if it's from if it's from that perspective. But then it's like, like if you're in a relationship with somebody, like there's a certain amount of trust that comes with it. I would think, and just how. Solid can your trust be with the person when they're, I don't know, like they're doing stuff in bed and you're not doing stuff in bed with your partner? Right. I mean how much trust can there really be with that? And then there's a the whole thing of, oh, it's only a physical thing, It's just a physical need that needs to be fulfilled. But like that kind of stuff definitely takes a toll, like like uh, you're putting emotion. And also, I would think, if you're having intimate relations with somebody, so... You're really throwing the cake hard, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying, that's like, it's uh, like, I don't know, like, that's what I, that's what I would think. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's it's very interesting because um, just in my generation, I feel like one sexual health is becoming a much bigger thing yeah now right now everybody has a condom right now like you shouldn't have an excuse to get someone pregnant right like that's just the excuse if not you have the morning after pill if not you have birth control if not there's abortion right. so there's so many like outlets but then at the same time there's such a great fear also there's such a great fear and I feel like that mm-hmm. comes that's not only connected with like with with sex but that can also be connected with um relationships also like I don't know does that I don't know if that makes sense but I I feel like there's like a there's a fear of having people find out about it because like I feel like there's like this weird connection if you're having sex with multiple people you're like very prone to having like an STD right like yeah like you could get an STD so I don't know I I don't know if if a lot of like I don't know that many people who are open about it in fact I feel like I know more people who are in long-term relationships and seemingly don't have any problems with Infidelity in regards to like, you know, the nighttime, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> or the morning, whatever, <laughs> whatever, is, whatever you choose. But yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts on it, Madame? You know, I
0: um, I don't know. You know, I'm I'm just trying to take the devil's advocate position here because I, I, you know, I think it's an interesting point. I think um, it, it makes me sad in my generation. I've got you know 20 years on you. Lady Q, she's making me sad in its don't own right. No, we're not
1: sad in yeah, the chat room.
0: We're not sad in the chat room. <laughs> we're not that youthful in the chat room either, but we're um, but we're dealing with it really well. But um, you know, I know so many people in my in my generation, which is like four generations ahead of you, that um, that are getting divorced, and it's sad, you know. And you know, I've that got I've got a kid, and so many of her friends are going through this, and I don't know what all the, the issues are, um, but you know i can imagine this is this is on the list of issues right mm-hmm. and and god what a shame you know to um you know if you if you look back the lifespan of people a used to be a lot shorter right people lived until they were like 30 mm-hmm. now we're living to 85 or 90 couples are expected to stay together you know 60 years instead of 10 or 15 years and I think the weight and burden of of making a marriage decision when you're 28 versus when you're um, 40, you know, that's it's a long time, and and things are going to pop up over those years that um, that are going to be hard. So. Um, just in the in the interest of taking sort of the devil's advocate uh, position here, I th- you know I think Dan is uh, is to something, and I think that a lot of marriages are crumbling that that probably shouldn't be crumbling, and uh, and that's a shame. That is a shame. Um, I want to remind our listeners that you're listening to KUCI eighty eight point nine FM in Irvine. This is the chat room with Lady Q and Madam M. And um, it, the other thing that I think is worthwhile talking about is what the fears are when somebody is. Uh, uh, when you 're afraid of your spouse going um, okay, you. going outside the marriage, what exactly are you afraid of and um, the The point in the article is some of that is bound up with emotional need and if we can 't be all things to our partner at all times that 's really threatening to us that you know we want to feel like we 're the ones who are exciting our partner and we have primacy in their lives and so um I, you know, I think it's worthwhile talking about what are the fears when, you're, when your partner goes out to get his face smashed with cake by somebody else and uh, get his needs met by somebody else, what the, what the fear is. And I think the fear is that they're, perhaps they'll find somebody better, right? Mm-hmm. That's a big fear.
1: That's true. And
0: that you're not, you're not everything to that person. And this is sort of an admission that you're not everything to me. You know, I need somebody else. Um, I think one of the interesting things is that sex is the only case in a marriage where if you're on different pages you can't you can't go outside of the marriage like you know if my spouse is into photography which he is and I don't you know I love photography but I'm not as into it as he is I don't know as much about it so he goes out with his photography friends all good by me I'm totally into food and restaurants he could care less so I go mm-hmm. out with my friends to food and you know we do all of that um, but if you're on different pages on, on this subject you're you're just you know out of luck right you're uh,
1: yeah I'm kind of I'm kind of way way you stuck, stuck right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep
0: so um, yeah, so I think it's worth talking about what people are afraid of, or, mm. you know, and what um, what the fears are. And, I, I, you know I think that's a big one. And it, the other thing is, if you are telling your partner, um, it's fine for you to it's fine for you to go out and do whatever you need to do, or or in the corollary, okay, I'll smash cake in your face, even though that's not what I'm into. Um, how honest are you being with yourself? You know, are you? Is it just easier to say, okay, I'll smash cake in your face, when that's not really my deal? Um, and and then you're putting yourself in a bad position too, because you're now you're putting yourself in an uncomfortable like, I have to do something I really don't want to do, you know, to keep this person around, and uh, you know that's going to take an emotional toll too. So mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I feel like there's like a there's a big culture factor with it also. Like, oh, yeah. like I feel like uh, the whole like like with divorce that. And a lot of a lot of countries barely allowed people to get divorced. Like started letting people get divorced, and and some countries still don't let people get divorced. Like it's it it's very much. I, I feel like um, in in regards to like an international perspective on divorce, it's it's very much a um, uh, it's a Western thing. Right. So that's why I'm kind of like wondering because uh, you know U.S. of A. is very like. Teaming with a lot of people from, like, different cultural backgrounds, uh, it does, I don't think it really matters too much on the generation, per se, but just, like, that mentality, because, like, your parents kind of pass it on to you, so what I was taught, like, that's just me, like, what I was taught is that's not okay, like, divorce is, like, like the worst thing that could possibly happen to you, and cheating is, like, probably the worst thing you could do to, you know, your, your significant other, right. and... um, I would understand that some people have reasons to do it, but, um, also there are, like, things where, like, sex shouldn't be, like, the number one thing, like, in a relationship otherwise, then, like, yeah, other people are open to have different relationships with different people and stuff if it's for something like that, but I feel like for a more meaningful relationship, it wouldn't be just about having that physical thing, so, like... I don't know, like looking for somebody else to fulfill that physical need shouldn't be something that you would do. It should be something more of like, let's get some like self control here or something like that. You know, like right. I, like that's just how I feel. And I like I, like uh, I've talked about this with other friends too. And I I was taking the side of like, well, what's wrong with like really like kind of just going out there and like, you know, like it's not like you're, it's not like you're doing anything like against this one person that you're with. There's just something that you just need to let out. But then. I don't know, at the same time, would I feel okay with someone doing that with me? Like, yeah, (laughs) like, 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 I know what you mean. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't be okay with it. Because there is that fear, especially if it's someone that's really special to you. There is that fear of having them say, like, oh, like, this physical need. And because they're able to fulfill this physical need, makes me feel more open with them emotionally, mentally. You know, like, um, I would choose this person over you. But then, of course, like, the biggest fear would be that it started from that, thing that you just can't fulfil. Because it's against I don't know your morals, your values, your physical capabilities Limitations, for some people. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean not everyone's capable of giving you the best sex of your life. Like I, I am pretty sure <laughs> that's how it is. So like why? Why must we look towards other places? Let's just be happy with our um uh accept each other for who we are, if I if I should I say I guess the question is, like
0: would you rather? You know, I, I think this happens a lot too. Is hmm. if I promise my wife that I'll never, ever, ever sleep with anybody else, then the conversation sort of ends. And as he says, you know, the two of us end up gazing into each other's eyes, and and our minds are still wandering off while we're thinking of who we'd rather be having sex oh with. My um, but, but if I say and it, this is a valid point he said, but if yeah. I say, okay, so I've been feeling, you know, kind of unfulfilled because I have this fantasy about trading dirty pictures with somebody else, you know, I've have this text sexting fantasy. Well then, you know, maybe your wife will start emailing you pictures of herself and then, you know, you, you preserve monogamy, then you're, then you're fine. So, mm. um, you know, I think it's